Welcome to the Grace Lace Podcast. I'm Eve Stipes, and together with my co-host, Ruth Jo Simons, all season long, we are talking about what it looks like to build the life you want in the margins you have by starting where you actually are, instead of longing for something different or a different circumstance. Today, we are unpacking what it looks like when it comes to walking with the Lord. Maybe you, like I, have woken up tired and totally unmotivated to journal or read your Bible before the day gets started, and you think, it's fine, I'll just read later, but then realize you can't actually remember when you opened your Bible outside of church the last time. We've all been there when it feels really hard to get in the Word and your spiritual life is dry. So how do we break the cycle and start where we are? That's exactly what Ruth and I are chatting about today. So take a deep breath and join us. Okay, let's be honest. Spiritually dry seasons are really hard, but especially when they happen in the midst of big life transitions or big changes or unexpected circumstances. And so there are so many seasons like that where you don't even realize that you're feeling spiritually dry until it's already really upon you. Yeah. So what do we mean when we say spiritually dry? I think the best way to define it or describe it is to tell you a little story of um, something I witness every single year here on my property. We live in Western Colorado and we live on a, many acres here. And when we first moved to this property, I drove up our driveway and I saw this beautiful pond and I had visions of us um, and the boys getting on like little rafts and um, ducks (laughs) being, you know, just always floating out there. And every year, as it turns out, around April or May, I realized that the pond actually completely goes dry. And I find out that it's because the reason why it fills up is that it's connected to the runoff and the source. But every year, the the city actually like cuts off that runoff because they choose to um, redirect it somewhere else. Like divert yeah, it. divert it. I, hmm. I, I seriously don't know a lot of details about this stuff. I just know <laughs> that they cut it off and my, my pond and goes water. dry. That's all I know. I know that yeah. every year this beautiful little pond where I expect to see like ducks and the boys get in rest. Nope. It's dry every year. <laughs> and so I think what we mean when we say seasons of feeling spiritually dry is that wow, it's there. It could be a full pond, but when it's cut off from the source and it's not tapped into Mm. what fills it up, it goes dry. So it really means that we, you know, even if you know the gospel and even if you're actually a Christ follower, if you're not always connected to the source, if you're not continually being replenished and filled up spiritually, you're going to feel really dry, like you're wandering in the desert and looking mm-hmm. for um, for water, looking for that refreshing. Eve, can you remember the last time you were in a spiritually dry place? And do you feel comfortable sharing about it? <laughs> I'm making you go first. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can think of a handful of seasons. And I, I think I really want to pretend like it was a couple years ago <laughs> after the twins were born, which is true. That was kind of an intense situation. But I think in reality, this past summer has been a dry season Mm. for me. Um, I think summers are hard for me. The irregularity of the season and like your routine, it just kind of messes with anything that I have set up or any of the disciplines that I've been practicing. And it's just been hard to get back into a good rhythm, Mm -hmm. even though I know it's like good for my soul and I long for that like refreshing, filling. I think it's just 
it has ended up being a, a much tougher and drier mm. season than I anticipated. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Well, the honest truth is, and I, I don't remember if I've shared it in another podcast episode or not, but I think I feel the most spiritually dry when I'm in a high output season where I haven't yeah. scheduled in or created a rhythm that really replenishes mm-hmm. how much I'm putting out. And so I would say yeah. one of those seasons was just last fall when I had a major book release and was traveling a ton, speaking a ton. I was constantly yeah. talking about this work that I had spent a year and a half creating, but now I was giving so much content out to try to talk about that. I mean, I think I did like 40 <laughs> podcast interviews or something. And then, crazy, yeah, yeah. and then I went into the holiday season and then I came out of that holiday season to a lot of personal things, a lot of things in my community mm-hmm. and in my family and just a lot of needs and achy longings that weren't being met. And I felt, I, I just completely felt dry. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. why am I completely feeling like I want to quit and like, I don't know how to persevere. And Eve, I think, because if I'm honest, that spiritually, that spiritually dry season feels like, at least for me, it feels like I must not really be a believer. It it feels like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to walk with Jesus. I don't know how to keep going on. I feel so um, unable to tap into my eternal joy in my soul. Like somehow (laughs) it's like all those things that should be normal and natural in a believer's life just feel feel so flat and far away. And so, um, and it took me a little while to recognize, okay, it's not because you're just needing this or needing a vacation or needing friends. Those are all things, those things might all be true. I may need an extra coffee date. I may need a little (laughs) time off, but what's really true is just that I really hadn't connected myself back to the free flowing source of God's Mm. word of a rich prayer life. It's not just about getting five minutes in a day to read God's word. It's that my heart wasn't actually receptive. I wasn't like, hey, open up the gates to really communing with the Lord. And when that doesn't happen and I'm constantly like, okay, Lord, I'll get to you in a minute, but I've got all yeah. this to do. That's when I find myself in spiritually dry seasons. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. Maybe you mentioned just quickly already, like the the part where you kind of don't realize it until it's a little bit too mm-hmm. late, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's going, it's going. And then you're like, wait, hold on. When like, I am all out of sorts. What is the problem? And then you kind of think back and you're like, wait a second. I know that I haven't been connected to this yeah, because you already touched on it. Go ahead. No, because spiritually dry isn't an intellectual thing, right? It's not something that's happening right. to our brain. It's that it first it rears its head in, our emotions. It's like what we are feeling. And then we go, wait, something's really, really off. And so I think that's where you're going, right? So just thinking. Yeah. I was going to say, so like, what does it feel like? Yeah. Like those emotions that come up, like for me, I think it ends up being, I feel a little depressed and I don't say that in the, like a really deep, like serious, there are serious seasons of that. So, you know, but just kind of like that low level, um, anxiety or sadness or just kind of like mm-hmm. blah that's what I yeah, do I'll call blah. my mom and I'll say like mom I just feel really blah right. and she's like okay well yeah. let's talk about that um 
Yeah. Discouraged. What about for you? I think discouraged. Would yeah, describe easily that. discouraged. Easily discouraged. Unmotivated. Um, mm. I think because I'm so all or nothing, I'm like a full steam ahead or curl up in my bed. Nothing. And, you know, I'm a little like that. And so I think when I'm feeling really spiritually dry is when I kind of feel like throwing up my hands and saying, I'll never something. And, you know, I'll, I'll finish that sentence yeah. with, I'll never discover Richard seasons in the word. And I'll act like this is the rest of my life. That's going to be this way. And quite yeah. frankly, it's always Troy that kind of comes in and says, I mean, really, he really always comes in and he's like, well, start where you are. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, you know, kudos to Troy on encouraging this very topic in my life, but it really is. He's always like, how do you, like, how do you do anything, including like climb a mountain, which is kind of the the family sport around yeah. here. Like you take one step <laughs> at a time, right? You start at the base of the mountain and there's, it does feel like it's impossible, but you just take mm-hmm. one small step. And I think- I I can't think of the last time that I overcame a spiritually dry season by pulling myself up by my bootstraps. Like I've, it's not been like, Hey, I'm going to stop feeling this way or Hey, I'm going to call up a friend and she's going to say just the right words and everything's going to be fine. Talk me out of it. I think honestly, finding that refreshing and getting connected back to like that wellspring of life really is like a slow process and a, and it progresses as I take a small step every day, which is why this is one of our start where you are topics. <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes those dry seasons, it, for me, kind of the snap back into reality really does feel like going back to the basics, mm-hmm. like not focusing so much on maybe the, the extras of like, Oh, I've, really felt like I could pour into this person or this relationship or, but just being like, okay, I have got to spend some time in the word, meditating, reading, like rehearsing the gospel to my own heart. And we talked about a lot of those spiritual practices Mm -hmm. in the last season. So if you're new to the podcast or you haven't listened to season two and you're looking for really practical tips on like meditating on the word or journaling, um, scripture memory, all that sort of stuff. There are some great episodes in season two for you to kind of dig into for those practical things. But today I think we're taking a step back and looking more at the big picture of how do I actually start? And I think what you're describing, Eve, is like kind of a key, the key thing when we want to start where we are in a spiritually dry season. And that's shifting our expectations and saying, okay, to start where I am is to say, I need to not think that my quiet time or my time with the Lord or getting plugged back into like being refreshed, that doesn't have to look like candlelit, beautiful, (laughs) three hours of study, quiet children. And it may not be that you sit down to pray or you sit down to talk to the Lord or read the word and feel immediately better. I think that's part of it is that it's not like a... I don't know. It's not like a microwavable, you know, Mm -hmm. situation. It's not like something where you just do this and immediately you're going to see instant results. It's that you say, okay, I know that in the same way that I will be healthier if I just go on a walk, like I will literally Mm -hmm. like get my heart rate up and get up from my chair and go (laughs) for a walk. It's not like suddenly your entire 
blood pressure issues or all your health issues will go away. It's that you'll take one small step, pun intended, right? So I think for one, it's, it is that idea of starting with adjusting our expectations. What else? What do you think are other ways in which we really start where we are? And it's not just the simple answer is not just, okay, just go read your Bible for five minutes and everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. It's really shifting your mind and saying, okay, first of all, I'm going to have a different um, perspective on what it is to be refreshed in the word. And I think it starts with just really confessing too, right? Mm -hmm. Like to Mm -hmm. myself, but more importantly to the Lord, like, Lord, I need you. Like I have... I am disconnected, like starting Mm. with that, like I'm feeling dry and I need your help. I need to like move back on the trajectory. Like I think about the example of like, not that we're like necessarily running away in spiritually dry seasons um, from the Lord. That may be true, but I think for most of us, it's not like an intentional, I've set myself up to turn away, but it's like, we just kind of drift, right? Like, we're not anchored. We're kind of not connected. Yeah. And so we just drift. None of us are like, please, I want to spend a whole month out in the desert where there's nothing. You know, <laughs> we're not like, please, like, I, I really want to feel dry. Yeah. It's usually that we're walking in a certain direction. And because we haven't been really careful about the guardrails and we haven't been, mm-hmm. you know, every day feasting and nourishing ourselves. Before we know it, we took this turn over towards the desert and we're like, okay, wait, now I'm not really sure where the water hole is and we're having a little bit <laughs> yeah. hard time. And and I feel like that is so um, well modeled for us with the psalmist in so many psalms. Yeah. Um, it, because I feel like that's such an example for us of how, you know, the psalmist doesn't wait till all his circumstances are better and changed mm-hmm. before he cries out and says, this is what I need help with. And this is how I need my heart to change. This is what I will do in response, right? That's really the pattern we see over and over again. Yeah. And I think there's a good example of that in Psalm 63. And so I'm going to just read the first little bit to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is David and he's in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And this is what he says, Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. I just love that picture of like acknowledging the reality, like he's telling him, like he's telling the Lord really honestly, like my soul thirsts, like I feel like I'm in a place with no water. And yet there are like intentional things that he decides to do to kind of bring that connection yeah, back. Yeah, there's a confession and an acknowledgement, but there's also a declaration that mm-hmm. he will not find satisfaction apart from God, his yeah his, his maker, his soul keeper. And I think about how sometimes I, I feel like I probably wrote about this for sure. Right. And when striving cease, just that I think sometimes we stay away because we think, Oh, I've already, I'm so dry. I'm so, I've so messed this up that 
we think that God isn't welcoming us when the reality is he's like, I've got water here for you. It's available for Mm -hmm. you. It may not be what you think you are needing. You may be like, I want a Diet Coke, but why does it always come back to food and drinks? But um, I, I, I think I want this, but God's like, what I have for you is what you really need. You need to just come my direction instead of looking mm. everywhere to try to be satisfied yourself. And so I think about how for many of us, when we're in a dry spiritual season, spiritually dry season, that perhaps we don't realize that it's actually really there available for us, that what God has for us will satisfy our thirst. But we probably feel like, oh, I got to go figure it out before I can come to him. When really he's like, just come on, come on in. You're welcome. You're loved. You don't have to clean up and get it all together. And you don't have to figure out how to stop feeling so spiritually dry before you come back to me. Right. Okay. So the truth is we can go around and around about this, but at the end of the day, there's not a formula. There's not a fix. It's not yeah. like, wow, you listen to this podcast episode and this will be resolved in your life. It actually requires action on each of our parts, mm-hmm. right? If you're going through a spiritually dry season, I can encourage you, but I can't yeah. lead you to water if you don't go. If you don't talk to the mm-hmm. Lord yourself about it, I can say, hey, Eve, there's gonna, there's hope and encouragement and there's... Yeah. um water for your thirsty soul back with the Lord. And a good friend should do that. We should do that for one another. Absolutely. But the truth is, if you're listening right now and you're like, I have been feeling spiritually dry for a long time, it actually starts with you saying, Lord, I feel spiritually dry. I need to be replenished in you. Help me do that. Mm -hmm. And so borrow those words, cry out to him, do what the psalmist says, like, I will like, I, I will lift up my soul to you. I will praise you. I will look to you in the sanctuary and recognize that it is you that I have to behold if I want to be filled up at all, because I sure am not going to find it anywhere else. And so I, I just kind of want to wrap up our conversation with the encouragement mm-hmm. and um, maybe even the reminder to you, our listener, that um your walk with the Lord doesn't have to look like anybody else's. This is not about looking like somebody else's. This is not about being capable of writing something dynamic and wonderful on Instagram or teaching in (laughs) Sunday school. This is not about anything performative. This is about how God made you to run dry, that you're not infinite. You're not limitless. He He actually made you so that you would feel the ache of needing to be fueled up. And that, that, that limitation is meant to drive Mm. you to him, to the true source of your living water, of your, um, life giving, filling up source that is only Christ. And so I hope, we hope that this conversation, um, reminds you that that you know where to turn, that you can go back to Jesus and, um, And this dry season, whether it be a two day long season or two month long season, and maybe it's even a two year long season that you don't have to, you don't have to settle to just stay in it, to constantly struggle in it that you can say, Lord, honestly, I feel like I'm in a dry season, but every single day I'm going to do like the psalmist and just behold you Mm -hmm. pivot just a little bit, start where I am. And turn my yeah. eyes to you and let him do the work of leading you to living water. So let that be our encouragement today. Yeah, I love that. 
not something to be feared, something mm-hmm. to like lean into and just ask for help with. Okay. Well, as we wrap up this conversation, then we are going to ask the same few questions that we do every episode. Um, what's the gospel truth about this topic of kind of persevering and enduring through dry seasons? Why does it matter? And then what's our one small thing that we're going to start with today, right where we are? Well, I think the gospel truth here is that it's pretty much just what I just said, but that God made us to need him. And so yeah. a dry season is the very place that God desires to reacquaint you to how mm-hmm. satisfying the gospel truly is, how satisfying redemption in Christ is meant to be in your life. And so if you feel dry, that's a good place. It's a good place for him to yeah. do the work of causing you to persevere in faith. And so gospel truth is God is at work and you can trust him yeah. and lean into what the dry season will lead you to. Yeah. And I think that matters, right? Like it matters to be able to see that as a gift instead of like you're in trouble or like, oh man, I am not doing something well. Like, yeah, there may be decisions that need to be made and choices and you need to, it will take like an actual turning of your gaze to the Lord intentionally, but it's, it's not, you're not like in detention, (laughs) right? Like a spiritually dry season isn't punishment. It's a season to lean into the Lord as his gift to you. So we encourage you to join us with just even taking one small step. This is what, one of the things I love most about this podcast is that we want to leave every conversation with a reminder, whether it's on start where you are in every situation or about a spiritual yeah. discipline, we can always do one small thing today to make a difference for eternity, for our whole lives. And so you want to go first today? What is your one small thing you can do in response to the dry seasons and how you can start where you are. Yeah. This feels like an especially appropriate question for me, as I just confessed at the beginning, like this summer has felt a little dry for me. And so as I look to the fall and the beginning of all these things, um, yeah, I think my, my one small step is to find a good Bible study. Honestly, like I think there's seasons, sometimes in a dry season, the best thing to help me kind of snap out is to have something really structured that I can just kind of plug into as opposed to feeling like I'm kind of just wandering. And so I think that that is probably a good step for me to find something structured. I don't have to necessarily keep the same pace as like a weekly, you know, but something intentional to work through for me um, as I head into the fall and kind of reestablish routines is my one small thing. Well, mine is that I want to make sure that I complain less about being in a spiritually dry season and to <laughs> and actually take one small step. I think sometimes it's actually like being aware of how much you mm-hmm. say what your problem is without actually doing anything about it. You know, I can say, wow, I feel like I'm in a spiritually dry season. But if I spend more time talking about that rather than like, hey, I've been equipped to turn my gaze to to Christ and to adjust, make one little adjustment in my life. And that one little adjustment truly is, I I can either say my, my one little adjustment is I need to spend more time in the word. That's not an untrue statement. All of us could use Mm -hmm. more time in the word, but if I shift my gaze and say, 
my one little adjustment is that I want to know something new and different about God's character every day. Then that opens mm. my eyes to reading God's word yeah. in a little different way. So that would be my one small thing. Um, I just got finished. Well, I'm actually turning it in, I think today, this is going to air mm. um, some several yeah. weeks later, but I just finished editing my next manuscript for a book called Pilgrim that comes out fall of 2023. And I've been really thinking on God's attributes and the character of God and what is true about God and why that makes a difference in my journey. And so the truth is like when I'm in the manuscript, I'm like, wow, God is all these things. And then if I leave that manuscript and I don't apply it, then I can forget that that's who he is. And so my one small thing is I'm going to approach the word of God every day and say, what what am I learning about who he is through this passage of scripture? And then I'm going to tell somebody else about it. And when I tell someone else about it, let it be Troy or you or the kids or whoever, when I say it out loud, it really reaffirms and reminds me that's who he really is. Yeah. And settles in your heart. And then that actually, that's meant to be the way we are replenished. Like our souls fill up Mm. when we find that we don't have to depend on ourselves, but we depend on God and his character instead. Yeah. I love that. Well, friends, we are so grateful that you took the time to hang out with us for a little bit and talk about this topic. And we pray that you're not in a spiritually dry season currently, but that if you are, this has spurred some thought for you and some conversation that you can have with the people in your life. And yeah, we're really grateful. All season long, we are asking you some questions at the end of each episode because we want to hear the things you're thinking about. So today's questions are, what are the life circumstances that usher in spiritually dry seasons for you? And secondly, what things do you find helpful or refreshing in those seasons? Snap a picture related to your answer, share it on Instagram and tag Ruth, or shoot us an email at info at gracelace.com. We'll pick a couple of answers each week to send some happy mail to. You just heard me mention that I am going to be looking for some structure in a Bible study to check out for the fall. There are so many great options that exist. And if you're looking for something too, we'd love for you to check out gracelace.com and learn a little bit more about the Truth-Filled Bible Study or the When Striving Cease Bible Study, both written by Ruth. We pray these resources will help you keep returning to the source, which is Christ.